Welcome to Lose Yourself with Dr. Mike Cunningham, Bible teacher and church planter in Vineyard, Utah. When we lose ourselves in worldly distractions, we lose our value, purpose, and our passion in exchange for temporal experiences. But Jesus says that whoever would lose their life for his sake will find it. Let's learn what it means to lose yourself with Dr. Mike. Welcome to Lose Yourself. I'm Pastor Mike Cunningham, and I'm so glad you could be with me today on this program. Well, we've been in Advent. It's been a great season of anticipation of the incarnation of Christ, which is what we celebrate during the Christmas season. Yes, there's wonderful presents, and there's wonderful activities and festivities and family time, and most importantly, vacation, right? Well, hopefully for some of us, but really in all of this craziness that happens in our culture, it's so important to remember the real reason why we celebrate. The birth of Christ represents God taking on flesh, dwelling among us, living a sinless life, dying on the cross, rising, conquering death and hell, so that our sins can be forgiven, have hope for all eternity. That sounds like a pretty good Christmas gift if you ask me, and it's the, it is the reason why we celebrate. Well, we have gone from hope in week one, which talked about the haunting, you know, O come, O come, Emmanuel. We talked about the posture of anticipation and longing that Israel was in for centuries waiting on the Messiah to come. Not a kingly, earthly Messiah that was just going to beat the Romans and give them prosperity, but an actual Messiah that came, paid the price that for not only their sin, but the sins of everyone, that we need not worry about our eternal destiny because he's taking care of that for us. And so in week one, we talked about the hope that comes in Christ and the anticipation of this season. And then we talked about the peace that only comes from Christ. Again, peace is not the absence of drama and problems. You can have peace amid those things if you have it in Christ. And it is a peace that only comes from God because Christ is our Prince of Peace. The third week, we talked about love. Oh, love. Hallmark Channel love, right? Weddings under Christmas trees and mistletoe, right? Well, not really. I'm not dissing those things. I'm just simply saying that there is a greater love, an agape love, a godly love that isn't some sappy noun. It's a verb. We receive God's love, and so doing, we give God's love. And we point people to Christ point people to the cross, point people to salvation this Christmas season. Derwin Gray said it best. He said, during the Christmas season, we're all obsessed with presents, as in gifts, presents with a T, 
when we should be thinking about God's presence, as in God came near, Emmanuel, God with us, the incarnation. That is what we celebrate this season. And the love we talked about last week was just a love that transcends reason. Those emotions are lovely, but they're fleeting. But the love of God is strong and it is powerful and it forgives us and it restores us and it in turn allows us to treat our friends, neighbors, relatives in a manner that is supernatural and above and beyond us. Because if we gave people what they deserve, that would be awful. But when we think about what we deserve and the love of Christ, it allows us to in turn give of ourselves in a way that we probably could not otherwise. Well, so this week is now talking about joy. Oh my goodness, joy. This is one of my favorite weeks of Advent. The Christmas season is when we always unpack all of the joy hymns, right? For example, I've had, I've had a different hymn each week and we've had O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. We've had Silent Night, Away in a Manger. And this week, of course, it's going to be Joy to the World because it's such an iconic song. It's so catchy. It's just not Christmas till you hear Joy to the World, right? And again, Joy to the World, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room and heaven and nature sing. I mean, heaven and nature singing about the, the king has come. Let's receive him. Prepare him room. He is going to change our life. It also speaks about the Savior reigning. He is worthy of our praise. It talks about he rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love. Oh, my goodness, folks. If that doesn't get you fired up for Christmas, I don't know what it is. But what is joy exactly? Is it a fuzzy feeling? The Christmas season is one of celebration when you consider the traditions, parties, family gatherings, worship services, and gift giving. Many associate the holidays as a season of happiness. What if I told you there was something better than happiness? Tim Keller pointed out that 81% of Americans favor happiness over achievements, yet only 33% of Americans say they're happy. Happiness is circumstantial and feelings are temporary. This concept is why, according to Investopedia, Americans will spend over $1 trillion or roughly $920 per person on holiday gifts in the pursuit of fulfillment. Others may seek to fill the void of, with volunteerism and philanthropy. These actions, while noble and helpful, only offer limited relief from the feelings of emptiness and longing that can come at Christmas time. Joy is greater than happiness because it comes from God, whose purposes and plans are eternal. Thomas Aquinas said, man cannot live without joy. Therefore, when he is deprived of of the true spiritual joys, it is necessary that he become addicted to carnal pleasures. C.S. Lewis adds, I sometimes wonder whether all pleasures are not substitutes for joy. 
These quotes demonstrate how Americans seek experiences that distract from the joy that can only come from Christ. Contrary to happiness that can be depended on finances, relationships, and accomplishments, a person can experience joy even when their circumstances are less than ideal. Francis Chan said the Bible teaches that true joy is formed in the midst of the most difficult seasons of life. Joy is not something to keep to yourself. Life's joys are only joys if they can be shared. That's why some grow weary of doing good while others persevere. Holiday serving and philanthropy are empty when we do so for personal gain. When we serve through the joy that God gives, we not only receive the gift of good works, we realize our God-given purpose and potential. This phenomenon is why some people can experience joy when giving sacrificially of their time and resources in a way that limits their lifestyle. Oswald Chambers said, If we are devoted to the cause of humanity, we shall soon be crushed and brokenhearted. But if our motive is love for God, no ingratitude can hinder us from serving our fellow man. Philippians 1.6 says, And I am sure of this, that he who has begun a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. Go and do likewise. Remember, friends, joy can only come from the birth of Christ this season. Luke chapter 2 10 through 14 says, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Yes, all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. And you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. This season I hope you look past the worldly promises of happiness to the joy found in the manger. Those who know where their treasure lies joyfully abandon everything else to secure it. I also hope you remember to share that joy this Christmas season. D.L. Moody said, the Lord, gives a, the Lord gives his people perpetual joy when they walk in obedience to him. You never know when a simple conversation or act of kindness can add joy to someone's life. Friend, it's been a wonderful Advent season. It's been wonderful to look at the hymns and the scriptures and think about this great time of year. Reminder that, again, this time of year is not great for everyone, that there are those who've experienced loss and setback, uh, empty chairs at the table, uh, life changes that are not to their liking. But remember, amid all of those circumstances, there is joy to be found in our relationship with God. He defines us. His love is all-sufficient. He can give our lives purpose and joy, even amid very, very difficult times. Furthermore, don't be selfish with that joy. Share it with others. 
There's always organized ways of serving, which is, again, going down community centers and churches and other very worthy and noble ventures. But don't forget those around you in your immediate sphere of influence. Make sure that you're sharing the real reason for our joy this season. And again, back to that presence versus presence comparison. Don't forget to spend time with God this season. We have all of this celebration going on around us. It's the one time of year where you can look up at Christmas trees and you can hear Christmas music and you can watch Christmas programming and be reminded of the holiday season. But amid all of that distraction, forget to have time with God in our daily devotion life, in our prayer life. Don't forget that. It was something that was waited on, something that is not to be taken for granted. Because as we've learned through the Advent season, waiting on that presence, that light of the world, piercing the darkness, that is something we ought not take for granted. It is the reason why we celebrate. Finally, friend, if you're out there hearing this program and you've never thought about faith, you've never experienced God's hope, peace, love, and joy, I invite you to do that this Christmas season. All who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believe, pray, contact us. There's ways that we can connect you to a local church. Today might change your life. Begin a new path of hope, peace, love, and joy, knowing that you're going to walk with God eternally. Merry Christmas, and I hope this season is wonderful for you. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Lose Yourself. This has been Lose Yourself. For more information about Mike and his ministry, check out his blog at loseyourself.life. Until next time, make it your ambition to lose yourself to Christ. Lose Yourself is a ministry of Grace Church and Mike Cunningham and a production of Key Radio.